It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. And it is a Tuesday morning, the fifth day of September. And if you are listening in Canada or the UK, a special good morning to you because we know that we've got many, many listeners in both countries. And in fact, another email came through from Damien in Sussex in the UK who works in the medical field and is moving, he thinks, next year to Dubai, although he did say that the UAE has opened up somewhat based on our discussions about different emirates and he said that the accessibility from one emirate to the other will now be a bit of a factor into which location he looks to buy an apartment in, which might be outside of Dubai. So thank you, Damien, for your comments about the the podcast. Really appreciate those. And thank you for spreading the word. And once again, Mario Volpe, your real estate professional and mine, is back with us. And another week, uh, nice Mario to get Monday out of the way and click into a Tuesday. Definitely. The, the, the days are rolling on and the weeks are rolling on. Yeah. Well, Mondays, I mean, they're always notoriously busy, aren't they, for real estate agents. We're into a Tuesday, but what is the next busiest day of the week for a real estate agent? Uh, I suppose for a real estate agent, the weekend is very busy, Saturday specifically, where people perhaps are off work. But there are always things to do in the office. There's always administration work to do. There's listings to put up. There's calls to make. Of course, a lot of these things can be done now remotely in cafes or or hotel lobbies. But we do encourage uh, our agents to, to meet up in the office. As you know, we've got fantastic offices. And this way, there's that camaraderie. They're able to share stories stories, they're able to sort of look out for, for new listings or, or tell their peers about the, uh, the clients that they currently have. Yeah. And I just want to come back to Damien there in Sussex. Now, he's talking about now perhaps buying outside of Dubai. And I forgot to mention that he is talking about different price points. And a while ago, you made a very relevant point about developers putting up the prices of apartments continually up and up and up they go. And I want to play some of these comments from you a few months back that if somebody didn't actually hear can actually have the opportunity to listen to now. My only concern is that when developers are launching new projects, they they definitely come back to the marketplace at much, much higher figures. Now, obviously, it's a business. They're there to make money. And I understand, obviously, there has to be uh, increases in prices. But I worry when when the actual investors bulk at the price. Now, what, one thing that, that most developers do not do is they, they, they launch a project to, to brokers, but they don't give the prices. So the prices always remain a bit of a mystery uh, until obviously they specifically launch the project. At the broker's launch, when we're told about uh, the, the, uh, the project, we're, we're not given that information. So it is a bit of a shock. And 
everybody wants this market to to carry on. Everybody wants it to to keep going. However, I do worry that when when buyers are deciding not to proceed on what is normally a very good project and a sought after one from previous launches, uh, that maybe the developers, you know, are overcooking this a little bit. So the developers are obviously in it to make money, and I understand that they have to add a premium. But I'm just a little bit concerned that they may be overcooking certain projects purely and simply on the back of uh, the past selling out literally in you know in in one or two hours. And recently, a few projects that we were expecting to sell out didn't. And I and I put that down to the fact that maybe just maybe the developers are thinking it's just like taking candy off a baby. And uh, just to put any prices, I think a lot of thought has to be put into this pricing strategy because we want we want this market to continue. That's my only concern at the moment where developers are not really thinking it through carefully enough. You made those comments. Gee, I was really surprised, Mario, when you made those comments. Would you believe that that was back in April of this year? To be honest with you, no, that's shocked me. It's still going on. Listening back to that now is sort of highlighting some of these uh, better known developers who, on the back of successful launches in certain areas, when they then launch a new tower, you know, the prices today are a lot, lot higher than they were when they launched them, you know, back earlier this year. So it's still going on. Now, to a a greater or lesser degree, the success is still coming in. So on one hand, you could say that this strategy is working for the developer, because if we talk about Damak, when we spoke about the coral reef uh, development down in Maritime City, that that sold out in six hours. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that every developer has the same strategy, but for sure, when when certain developers realise that they're on to a winner, of course they're going to try and and push the envelope a little bit. So it's still going on, but that does surprise me. Crikey, April. The reason why I wanted to play it is in succinct with Damien, because Damien is listening to the podcast. He is hearing, I think we're educating people on different emirates. And the danger for developers in Dubai, yes, on one hand, you can say, gee, that sold out in six hours. Can you believe it? But you do have that FOMO type of thing still in motion. But then you've got people from outside of the UAE that are listening to the podcast. They're hearing some of these other areas with such great values. I think that's the trap where maybe maybe the developers have just got to err on the side of caution long term. But at this stage, it's still sort of just chugging along, selling these off-plan properties. Yeah, sure. And and actually talking about other Emirates, it's important to note that yes, you can get much more, you know, sort of bang for your buck, but only in Emirates that are launching these uh, sort of expat areas. So not everywhere can you buy. There are certain parts of Sharjah that you can buy, obviously Ras Al Khaimah, Abu Dhabi, but there are other Emirates uh, where I'm, I'm not aware that you can actually buy as a as an expat, as it were. Um, there's a there's a small Emirate called Um Al Quain, very very pretty. There's another one called Alain, which is uh, virtually attached to to Abu Dhabi. I'm not sure that uh, that there are any uh, areas within these two that uh, you and I could possibly buy. 
And then there's Fujairah, which is uh, an area that people tend to go for staycations and things because it's, uh, it's, it's on the coast, which is nice. But, uh, you know, Dubai is so far ahead in what it's done that actually these other Emirates, when, when they launch things, it takes a long, a long time for people to realize, actually, that's not, that's not bad too. But everybody wants to be in the hustle and bustle. You know, I'm not, I'm not so sure any of them will ever, ever catch Dubai. Dubai is on a, on a league of its own. Well, just on Saturday, I was talking about Eldar Properties. Of course, uh, this Gardenia Bay, a waterfront uh, residential property, and they were saying phase one, 210 of the total 2,400 homes are going to be uh, released. Not bad in terms of construction because phase one, scheduled to start Q1 next year, and handover taking place 2027. So, you know, boy, I tell you what, in five years' time, you have a look at Russell Kamar and the likes of Abu Dhabi with these Yas Islands. They're challenging, but uh, I do agree. They're not going to catch Dubai because of the explosiveness of the development because it is just so fast at the moment. No, absolutely. I mean, Dubai had to think outside the box uh, years and years and years ago as to what to sort of uh, latch onto, given that uh, the oil revenues were effectively running out. Uh, and obviously, hospitality and property are two of the main pillars that they uh, that they decided upon, and they're, and they're doing a sterling job there. I mean, who doesn't want to come to Dubai for a holiday if you're picking the right sort of uh, time of the year? Yes, we've had our downturns with the world recession session in 2008, etc. But apart from a few of those, which obviously every property market has, you know, Dubai has been so resilient. And now we're in this, this sort of midst of this property boom. So they've clearly picked two, two sectors, hospitality and real estate, that, that is bringing in uh, not, not just money, but so much attention. And then that attention in itself brings in inquiries, brings in visitors again. And it's a self-perpetuating uh, circle of, of business really. So it's really working. Yeah. And just picking up on that point, we don't normally mention this, but we've received with these emails a number of questions all the same. When is the bubble going to burst? As if we know, you know, because we're not, we're not real estate. We're not a real estate company. You are, and you will get that question asked all the time. Oh, I'm not too sure whether or not I should invest right now because maybe the crash is coming. It's something that people can ask for two years. In the meantime, property prices keep going up. However, at some stage, there's always going to be a correction. We don't know when that's going to happen. Chances are the only time that you really know it is when it's behind you. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's I mean that is the million dollar question, isn't it? And you do never know when when the peak or the trough was until after the event. The Dubai real estate phenomenon today, it's not about real estate anymore. That's a byproduct. What it's about, it's about population. And I've mentioned this before, I'll say it again. The Dubai government, the federal government, all the leaders they have done an absolutely amazing job in putting Dubai Incorporated on the world stage by bringing in the, the best of the best in, in all sorts of sectors, by offering uh, amazing hospitality. Who doesn't have a good time when they come here from a holiday point of view? So they've done such a fantastic job that the, the, the eyes of the world are on Dubai. Yeah. And in doing so, now, especially now, People are thinking, do you know what? I can see myself living here. 
And I kind of do this myself when I go on holiday. I think, can I, could I live here? And there's only a couple of places that, that that fell into for me. And one was Hong Kong and one was Singapore. Obviously, with Dubai, people are, are thinking the same. And of course, it's alien for, for some, especially Westerners. Culturally, it's different. Uh, from a religion, potentially, point of view, it's, it's different. And, and there are things that you have to sort of slot into. But what a fantastic place to live. And as a result, the population is growing. And when the population grows, everything grows. Obviously, it starts with rentals. Then perhaps it goes on to sales when people realize, actually, it's better to buy than it is to rent if you're going to be here long term. And all of a sudden, you've got a thriving economy. I mean, everyone else is suffering from, from recession. Everyone else is suffering from high inflation. We have it under control. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, obviously, you know, prices go up here as well. The way this, uh, this government runs it is an absolute dream, honestly. Yeah. You talk about the population. That is obviously a key. But for my money, it's also about the brands because Dubai is the Rolex. Dubai is the Ferrari. The amount of talking points that Dubai has globally, it's really hammering some of these other international cities because of the brand and, as you say, so many people deciding to make Dubai home, deciding to make the UAE is where they want to live for their lifestyle. Well, that's the point I was trying to make. The government has done such a fabulous job in promoting itself and saying, look, just come, have a visit. You know, nobody's making you do anything. But of course, when they do, they absolutely have a fantastic time. Of course, coming to a place as a, as a holiday and then coming to a place living, obviously, are two different things. You have to look at them from two perspectives. But it is such an international city. I mean, in the past, I used to have to bring things over from Italy and from, and from England, foodstuffs, for example. Now it's all here, from Europe to America to Australia. I mean, you, you find your Vegemite like you find your Marmite, for mm. example. It's all here. You don't need to do what perhaps we had to do a few years ago. And it stopped being a hard, what we call a hardship posting. And that is why when people do come here, the benefits that you get from HR companies isn't quite what it used to be, say, 10 years ago, because everybody wants to come. I mean, sooner or later, you'll just be paid a salary and that's it. This week, we were going to have a look at food, the cost of food. We were going to break down just how expensive power is, petrol for your car. We know that that is cheap, uh, Wi-Fi. We've kind of run out today of time, but we will break all of that down next week just to give people a bit of a flavour on some of the costings around the cost of living because the cost of living is on everybody's lips globally right at the moment so that'll be an interesting discussion for next week mario enjoy your tuesday we could talk all day about the wonders of dubai thanks for coming back onto the dubai property podcast talk next week absolutely craig always a pleasure thank you the dubai property podcast where real estate meets lifestyle The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.